Hello, Governor. What you doing today, yeah? You gonna go see the the bird at the brothel, the lovely bird. I love doing sound checks. I'm so good at them. I always have really nice things to say. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Mother's Book Club. We haven't done that in so long. I know, and it wasn't even prepared. We just whipped it out for your pleasure. Uh, uh, Arrest us for exhibitionism. Mm. I I love (laughs) exhibitionism. I know you do. I think it's great. Great. Um, Michaela and I have some news that's really important that we need to tell you guys. So yeah. we're being serious for a second. Um, Michaela's pregnant. This message. <laughs> Michaela. Can we, wait, we'll try again. <laughs> we have some really sad news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. This message is for the man that impregnated me. The- I left my scarf at your house. It was her nonna's scarf. It was very important to her. If you could please return it. And so it can also be a gift to the child that you're about to have. I can swaddle the child. Yeah. And I will be the the godmother of the child. It's already yeah. been decided. So we're going to take a break for nine months <laughs> while Michaela brings this child to term. Yeah. Because talking about sex, the doctor said... It you will, can't. It will taint the baby. Yeah. Especially after last week's episode of the leprechauns. <laughs> yeah. April Fools! Michaela's not <laughs> pregnant! <laughs> what? What? We got you. I we can know see you your believed face. us. Oh, we got you. Um, <laughs> Wow, we got them so good. I really didn't even, I didn't even know what the bit was. I was confused as to what we were doing. You went with it. Yes, and. Yes, Yes, and. and. That's what actors do. It's the one and only thing that they taught us in theater school. $40,000, thank you. Thank you very um, much. To teach you how to just say yes. To all things. So now now I'm a whore. Mm. Yes. That's why I'm pregnant. (laughs) All pregnant people are whores. Could you imagine if I was pregnant right now? No. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. (laughs) Can't imagine. (laughs) No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's April Fool's Day. It's April Fool's Day. I don't think I ever did any type of foolery on April Fool's Day. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. One time, one. I'm a dumbass. One time when I used to take dance classes when I was younger, I was in competitive dance. You're a dancer. Um, Yeah. Shout out to all the traumatized children out there. It is dance moms. That is real life. (laughs) But one day I decided when I went to dance class on April Fool's that I was just going to pretend that I lost my voice. That was the April Fool's joke. And so I spent the entire night, which I was like a competitive dancer. So I was there for like five hours. And I just spent the whole night not talking. And people were like, we know you're faking it. 
And I was like, no, I'm not. She stuck with the bit. Yeah, yeah. I really stuck with the bit. I didn't say, no, I'm not. I'd be like, no. That was it. <laughs> wow, you're so funny. That's where my comedian chops come from. Yeah, you really got them, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's the one and only April Fool's. I love that. I'm trying to think if I did anything crazy. I don't think so. I think I told my fourth grade teacher that I was moving away. And it made her really sad. And then I was like, just kidding. Oh, my God. I had a friend like that in high school that every year she would tell everyone that she was moving back to Korea. Yeah. That's where she was from. Yeah. And then she'd just show up the next year. Okay, girl. You know, she never moved back. And we would throw her parties. That's the secret. Just tell people you're going away. So they throw you a party and then just don't go away. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> like, but isn't that weird? It happened like three times. Wow. And there was never any explanation. We're children and we're just like, okay. Okay. That's <laughs> like, fine. I guess. Wow. That's hilarious. That's some family drama there. Yeah. Something happened. Oh my God. Or else yeah. she's just. She could be a pathological liar. We've met those. We, we know someone we, like that. We know. Drama. Drama. We will just tell you now. Drama. So many stories. So many stories. <laughs> um, okay. So in the spirit of joking fun times, ha ha. Buffoonery. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is. You did get I was thinking of another word to add to the conversation. But I was too slow on the draw. Funniness. Ridiculousness. Ridiculous. I have a really fun book for us today. I'm so scared. Last week really okay, put last me in a week, bad mood. <laughs> last episode, I thought it was going to be a meme. She was real life. She was real life. Yeah, yeah, it was just sad. It was. She was real life, and she was really sad, and she really dampened the spirit. Yeah. Of Saint Patrick, but yes. in the spirit of April spirit. Fool, in the spirit of April, uh, she um, this one is a meme. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say it. Great. This one's a meme. I feel like we haven't had like good sex in a while. I'm just going to I'm just going <laughs> to stick that out there into the world. <laughs> but anyways, bring on the f- the foolery. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> this book is called Buttception. <laughs> is this oh my god it was written by a guy written by chuck tingle no that's a fake name that's a fake name if i ever heard one it's a it's three books in one a butt within a butt within a butt yeah that's what it says on the front yeah buttception a butt within a butt within a butt we show them the cover show the people what they want that's the only reason why we do this thing (laughs) it's a flying butt it's a flying butt um bald man it's a book and then a unicorn on top, and then the guy in the middle is the main character. But it's not a unicorn. It's a man. It's a man unicorn. Yeah, <gasps> man corn, and then a man in the center who it revolves, whom it revolves around. Of course, this is about a white man, Chuck. If that's even your name, okay. Read us the back of the book. So the story that I'm reading today from this book. Oh, you chose. Yes, because it's see. three books in one. Okay, and. I could have picked the third book, but it is Buttception. So you, you kind of have to read the first two to understand the third. Oh, I so see. So I'm reading the first one. They're all connected. They're okay. all connected. Okay. Which is called Anally Yours, The Unicorn Sailor. 
Were you expecting this today? No. <laughs> I put on my nice shirt. I did my hair all nice. All cute. For this. For Chuck Tingle. Out for a stroll after breaking up with his girlfriend, Tuck never could have imagined that he would meet the love of his life in the form of a gay unicorn sailor named Hunter. <laughs> I've never been more upset. No, 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 burn it, burn it with fire. <clears throat> but that's exactly what happens. The dude oh, does it now. <laughs> it's exactly. Could you imagine he said that? And, and then he's like, just, just like, kidding. but it didn't. April Fool's. <laughs> that's the April Fool's. <laughs> The two share a romantic evening until it's revealed that Hunter is about to embark on a year-long sail around the world. Mm. However, their love remains strong in a series of explicit letters. Oh. But Hunter is planning something that will redefine the meaning of love between a man and a unicorn. Soon, Tuck finds himself whisked away to the Bahamas on a private helicopter for a hardcore anal surprise that will have your jaw on the floor. <laughs> you know what? As our first anal book, I think I'm upset. Actually, wait, no. No, Rough no, Ron Ready. Rough Ron Ready had anal. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> that was um, so many things that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to, like, express about this book beforehand, except I looked up who Chuck Tingle was. Because after reading this book, I thought to myself, this man, this man. Just this man. That's what she thought. <laughs> so I looked him it's up. It's a man. And I would love to read you his biography. <gasps> yes. 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 <laughs> I have it written down no, in my trusty get little out. notebook. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was at work one day, just shooting the shit, and I was reading this book, and I. She just... was reading this book in public. Can we just can we just talk about that? For I a have minute? no shame. <laughs> um. Okay. So this is sourced from Wikipedia. I'm citing my sources. Wikipedia. Little has been confirmed about Tingle's identity beyond the fact that the name Chuck Tingle is a pseudonym. You are right. Oh, it's not his real name. He claims to have been born in Home of Truth, Utah, a small, isolated southern Utah ghost town established in 1933 as a religious commune and abandoned in 1977. <laughs> he has described himself as a bisexual. <laughs> Tingle presents himself as a Taekwondo grandmaster from Billings, Montana, who acquired a PhD in holistic massage at DeVry University brackets which does not offer such a degree <laughs> okay yeah i want this to be my biography yeah. <laughs> just lies on lies yeah, yeah yeah a photo presented as a portrait of tingle was found on a stock photo website <laughs> in 2016 a person presenting as tingle's son john stated in a Reddit Ask Me Anything session that Tingle is an autistic savant. Oh. John also said that his father has schizophrenia, but oh. Tingle has stated this is not true on multiple occasions. Okay. 
Tingle's Facebook account and website confirmed that John is his son and that Tingle has Asperger's syndrome. Okay. Tingle has said that his wife drowned in an automobile accident, but John stated that his parents are divorced and the woman who died was Tingle's caregiver. This man is confused. <laughs> Tingle has a distinctive style of conversation, such as consistently referring to John as son name of John and his fans as buckaroos and ladybucks, <laughs> but does not carry over to his published fiction. Tingle claims this is for privacy reasons. Okay. That's it. That's okay. Chuck Tingle, everyone. <sighs> okay, sir. We love an interesting man. What? It took us on a journey. It really, <laughs> it was like, almost like it could be serious, but then the end of the sen sentences would be like, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Fake university degree. <laughs> <laughs> but they brought up so many serious things, like, oh, he has Asperger's. Gotcha. Like, that's not a joke. <laughs> that's a serious thing. Like, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, my God. Who wrote that? Chuck maybe maybe Chuck Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we're reading today. We're reading a, a beautiful book called Anally Yours, My Unicorn Sailor by Chuck Tingle. I'm so excited. If you can't tell. I don't know what to say. This is the same as last week where I'm like, okay. <laughs> because it's such a mockery already. I don't even know how to mock it. <laughs> it sounded like I was speaking in a Jersey accent. I don't know how to mock it. It's Mark such a mockery it? already. She's such a mockery. Should we dive in? I guess. You have to, it's, you have to plug your nose and dive in. I don't want it. Oh, yeah, it's butt stuff. How do we feel about butt stuff? I've never done it. Great. So I have no opinion. I don't know. I once had a friend in high school. She had a friend. I had a friend. You guys, she had a friend. Who to thunk? Um, who had a serious boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Who was older. Older. He was like two grades older. Anyways, we were good friends and we would always carpool together. And then on our spares, we would always drive around and get food. So we would have lots of car conversations. And you know... You talk about serious shit in cars. And one day, she told me that her and her boyfriend did anal for the first time. And yes. I was like, how did it feel? And she said, it feels good when it goes in. And then when it comes out, when it's pulling, when the penis is pulling out, it feels like you're pooping. But how would... Okay, sure. But how, <laughs> but how would you describe... The sensation of pooping. Like, is that a good or a bad sensation? Well, I don't know. Well, you've pooped before. I have pooped before. You? Oh, you're asking me. It's not. This is not a rhetorical question. You're no, 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 no. I'm asking. Pooping feels. Yeah, because when she's saying like, oh, it feels like you're pooping. Well, well that's not a bad feeling. No. I've well, never like been shitting and been like, this is hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it usually feels satisfying. It feels like you're itching a, an itch. <laughs> like that yeah. kind of satisfying, you know? You like scratch and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, you're alleviating your body of yeah, things. That's so. a good way to put it. You're um, alleviating your body of a penis. <laughs> how, how, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How, how, how do you feel about it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like 
be like, I've done enough. I don't know if I'm going to stay this on I there. I've done enough. But this is a safe space. You can get talk the fuck about out it. of my bedroom. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I've never fully done it, which I know is like a confusing term, but it's I've never like completely experienced a full penis in my butt. Oh, it's been like a little... little taster. A little head in, head out moment. Yeah, yeah. The head was in and then the head was out. Exactly. Great. Head in, head out. And how did that feel? It was fine. Just fine? I feel like a lot of people just don't know how to do it properly. And especially, Mm -hmm. I find that in the heterosexual world, it's usually men that want to experience it. But for men, your body isn't the one that needs to learn Like, it's the woman's body that needs to be warmed up and, like, ready for it. And so men, like, don't know how to do that. And so they're just like, oh, we're going to have anal. And you're like, well, how would you like it if I shoved my foot up your butt? Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So I feel like people just don't know how to do it properly. Yeah. And that's why. And they don't want to put in the time or the effort to figure it out. Guys are just like, I just want to do it. Bitches be lazy. They are lazy. Takes time and effort. Yeah. So and consideration. Yeah. I don't know. Comment below if you've had anal. <laughs> We'd love to hear about it. We would love to. Please, in like full description, how did it go? Yes. The good, the bad, the ugly. And if you shit. I've heard about that. I've heard about people pooping on people. I've also heard about that. Yeah. I feel like that would be a fear of mine. Yeah. We're just thinking of pooping ourselves now. <laughs> but we're women and we don't shit. We don't have bodily functions. No, never. We're just perfect unicorns. In every way. <gasps> unicorns. And on that note, I want to hear about a unicorn fucking Chuck Bass. What's his name? Chuck Tingle. Chuck Tingle. Well, I'm going to read some Chuck Tingle unicorn sex. So April Fool's. April Fool's, it actually didn't happen. <laughs> it's all fake. It's all fake. Could you imagine there just isn't There's an actual no episode, episode this week. This isn't actually a book. You just like made all of this up. Oh my God, that would but be could genius. could you imagine? Could you imagine? Okay, I'm really scared. Are you going to be reading the whole book? Like um, of that portion or I'm reading happening? the whole Anally Yours, The Unicorn Sailor. Okay, great. The cover of this book is... It just keeps getting me. Yeah. There's parts from every story in here. So the unicorn is obviously Hunter. Yeah. The flying butt is from the second book called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. Outrageous. Great. And then the there's a book here with a face on it. And the third story in this book is called Pounded in the Butt by My Book, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. Inception. Buttception. Buttception. <laughs> I'm terrified. This is so MJ Edwards. Is this also off of Amazon? Yes. Great. For all of the listeners. He also writes horror and thriller books. Oh, but like meme ones? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think his erotic stories are his side hustle. (laughs) I wonder how much money he makes off of this. Yeah, me too. Okay. We can message him and find out. Well, our first male writer. Wow. Let's do it. Do us proud, Chucky. Maybe. Anally yours, the unicorn sailor. Years ago, 
I would have never considered myself much of a writer, but the more that you do something, the better you get at it. And some days during the last few months, it felt like I was writing more than I'm speaking. It wasn't always this way, of course, and in my college days, I was barely capable of fumbling my way to a passing English grade. Math was more of my thing, and the finesse that beloved authors used to string together their prose escaped me completely. This, however, all changed on a warm summer's eve when I was strolling casually along the docks of San Francisco. The sun was just about to disappear beyond the horizon, casting the entire bay in a purple and orange glow, and causing my shadow to stretch out forever like black taffy behind me. The seagulls were crying out as they fluttered around the boats of the nearby marina, seemingly mourning the slow death of their beloved fading sun. It was breathtaking. Already, this book is so much better than last week's. Yeah. Like, they're in the same world. They're both, well, we don't know if last week's was supposed to be a meme, but... The jury's still out on that one. Yeah, we're still, we don't know. But, like, it's in the same type of genre of smut. And this one is already so much well-written. So much more well-written. You got it. Words. Words. All right. Quality. Quality. Unfortunately, I wasn't really in the mood to enjoy it completely. Instead, my mind was haunted by visions of my girlfriend, Cortos, who is now painfully my ex-girlfriend. Cortos? Is it a C? <laughs> it's a K. How does how is it spelled? K-O-R-T-O-S. Cortos. Cortos. Sounds Greek. It sounds wrong. <laughs> Cortos. It's the, probably the most bullshit name ever. It's such an ugly name. <laughs> like, even just to say, it doesn't sound nice. No. Cortos? Cortos. Cortos. Imagine you're in bed in the throes of passion. You just go, Cortos. Oh, Cortos. Oh, Cortos. No. No. I don't like it. No. It's uh, toast. It, r- it makes me think of toes. Yeah. <laughs> I toast. Don't. Cortos, I don't like it. Mm-mm. It sounds like she has corn toes. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has bunions. Bunions. <laughs> it's actually his cute little nickname for her. Oh my god. He's like, oh, Cortos. Because she has bunions. Yeah, she has awful feet. <laughs> the breakup was fresh, no older than two days, and I was far from ready to let it go. My heart was broken. And at that point, I was utterly convinced that I would never find another lover again. That is, until I saw him. (laughs) The unicorn. (laughs) Looking out across the marina, my gaze stopped on an incredibly handsome unicorn. (laughs) I'm just picturing this, like, filmed like a movie, and it's this unicorn with, like, its mane just flowing flowing in the the wind, wind, slow motion. Why is this an Old Spice commercial? (laughs) (laughs) Look at the unicorn. Now look, now look at, me. at me. Look at the unicorn. Now look at me. Look at my cortos. Now look at me. <laughs> look back to my court. She's gone. <laughs> her feet remain. <laughs> look at her bunions. Now look at me. <laughs> my gaze stopped on an incredibly handsome unicorn who is in the midst of securing his large sailboat to the dock with a thick rope. Thickick. Thickick rope. <laughs> The unicorn was absolutely gorgeous, toned and muscular with broad shoulders and biceps that could crack walnuts. Okay, but he hasn't specified that it's half human, half horse. He's just saying he's a horse. When I read this, I pictured it as a horse that could stand on two legs. 
Yeah. Like, I'm confused, but I know because of the front cover <laughs> that he's a man. But, he's like, man. he hasn't specified that. Babe, you got to paint that picture. All my life, I had only found myself attracted to women. But the second that I laid my eyes on this handsome unicorn, something changed deep within me. This mysterious sailor beast had a hold on my heart, and now there was no going back. Immediately, I start to make my way down towards the water. Make him away. I have never had much confidence when it comes to the approach, but this creature's beauty was so powerful, so seductive, that it feels as though not talking to him would be even harder to consider. This is a once-in-a-lifetime moment, and I know that I have to strike while I have the chance, for better or for worse. I like that he isn't commenting on the absurdity of it. He's just like, it's just like there's a unicorn. I I'm love gonna, him. I need to go. I it need, is what it is. Yeah. I need to go talk to him. There's no if, buts, or ands about it. Yeah. He's just going to do it. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. The unicorn looks up as I make my way down the dock towards him. Make Smi him <laughs> Smiling as our eyes meet. You're such a menace. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I say, stopping in front of him. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but he's just a unicorn and he's just going, hey. hey. <laughs> what? Stopping in front of him, my heart pounding hard within my chest. Hi there, says the unicorn. <laughs> I suddenly realize that I have nothing else to say completely unprepared for the inevitable conversation that would occur after our introductions. The awkward silence between us seems to last forever until I finally muster up the courage to stammer out a follow-up question for this majestic beast. Nice boat, I finally say. It's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Oh, there's the question. <laughs> the butt, the unicorn tells me confidently. <laughs> Do you sail? I shake my head. No. I mean, I've always wanted to, but my girlfriend hates the ocean. The unicorn cracks an uncomfortable smile as the word girlfriend leaves my lips, so I quickly correct myself. Ex-girlfriend, I say. Oh, the unicorn responds in turn. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I suddenly realize that this unicorn is just as interested in me as I am in him, and from here on out, a strange calm falls over me. I'm cool, casual, and collected. What's your name? I ask the handsome nautical beast. Hunter, the unicorn says, reaching out and shaking my hand with his hoof. <gasps> he has hooves. He has hooves. Are his feet also hooves? Hooves? Hooved? Hooved. His feet are bunions. <laughs> it's like, just a bunion. It's just one <laughs> big bunion. Like Cortos. Like Cortos. <laughs> It also sounds like something that's like a Mexican dish. Like, oh, I'm having, like, I'm having cornitos. Las cornitos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second that we touch, a sharp chill runs down my spine, a signal that something is happening here way beyond a mere chance meeting. This is special. I'm Tuck. It's nice to meet you. I'm sorry if this is forward, I say. But would you be interested in grabbing some dinner tonight? Right now? Laughs Hunter. Yeah, I tell him, desperately aching to avoid rejection. There's some great restaurants along the water here. It's my treat. 
Hunter looks me up and down for a moment, clearly focused on some kind of private inner debate. Finally, he nods. Yeah, let's go. It's not long before we are seated at a nearby restaurant that overlooks the San Francisco Bay. The place is a little out of my price range, but I'm hell-bent on impressing this beautiful beast tonight, and so far it seems to be working. I've ordered a well-seasoned surf and turf, meticulously presented and piping hot on the plate before me. Being a unicorn, Hunter has ordered a large portion of hay. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that it's all said so calm and seriously. Just like so nonchalant. Yeah. This is comedy. This is so funny. <laughs> and like thinking back on it, MJ Edwards was also in this way. Yeah. It was like she was just in the stall putting a hot dog up her vagina. No big deal. No questions. No if ands, or buts. She was just <laughs> doing it. Yes. Comedy. Hunter has ordered a large portion of hay, which he munches on happily. <laughs> How is it, I ask. Amazing, Hunter tells me. This is some of the best hay I've had in a long, long time. Thanks for taking me here. <laughs> they just have hay at this restaurant. <laughs> well, I guess if this is the world that they live in and there's unicorns, unicorns everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I lean back in my chair and smile. It's weird how comfortable I feel around you. I mean, we've only just met, but I feel like I've known you my entire life. The unicorn stops chewing. <gasps> he has. Oh my God, it's Inception. He has known him his whole life. <gasps> Full circle. And that's why the horse looked him up and down. Because he knows him. <laughs> it's Inception. It's buttception. Michaela. I know. But, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that's the real term. It's buttception. <laughs> the unicorn stops chewing. Renegade straws of hay dangling from his lips. No, I feel it too. His admission fills my heart with warmth, an incredible sensation of the mutual comfort and admiration now coursing between us. The rest of the meal slowly evolves into the best date of my life, full of light-hearted conversation and beautifully personal revelations about life and love. I explain to Hunter that I've never been with another man before, unicorn or human, and he puts my mind at ease, explaining that it's not entirely gay if a relationship is between a man and a beast. <laughs> it's just <A> bestiality. Beast. <laughs> it's just bestiality. Get out. What is this book? I love that the first piece of like gay erotica we read is with a unicorn man. <laughs> and they're like, it's not gay if it's with an animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, Chuck, it's gay and with an animal. Bestiality. It's gay. It's gay bestiality. Is he gay or bestiality? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. It's buttception. It's buttception. <laughs> I tell him that I don't mind either way. Maybe I've always been gay and I just didn't know it until now. As the night begins to come to a close, I finally muster up the courage to ask Hunter on a second date. So, this was a lot of fun, I start. I think you're incredible, and I'd like to see you again sometime. Maybe this Friday? The unicorn gets strangely quiet, and suddenly my heart skips a beat. I know that I've done nothing wrong, but based on Hunter's reaction, there is clearly something going on here that I'm not yet fully aware of. 
What is it? I ask. Hunter lets out a long sigh, his gaze drifting over my shoulder and out across the vast black waters beyond. I knew this was going to happen. What was going to happen? I question, frustrated as I reach out across the table and take his hoof in my hand. What's wrong? I can't see you on Friday. In fact, I don't know if I'll ever see you again, Hunter says. Immediately I find it hard to breathe. I sit straight up in my chair, reeling from the unicorn's startling admission and more than a little confused. What do you mean? I demand to know, struggling to keep my emotions in check. Here's the deal, Hunter says, tears welling up in his eyes. I'm leaving tonight, right when we get back to the docks. I'm about to start a year-long journey to sail around the world in the butt. Because <laughs> that's the name of his boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, is all that I can say. <laughs> I'm not upset with Hunter, just utterly, savagely heartbroken. Aw, poor Tuck. Aw, Tucky baby. Is his name Tucker, and they're just calling him Tuck? Because mm. who names their kid Tuck? Well, maybe it's not that weird. Tuckleberry Finn? No. <laughs> I want you to know that I feel it too, the unicorn admits. I feel this love between us, and I know that love. it's... Love? Just... <laughs> <laughs> love? <laughs> Babe, it's been like not even half a day. How are you in love? <laughs> Don't question it. I'm questioning it. I haven't been questioning any of this weird shit that's been going on. But love? Okay. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this love between us, and I know that it's as real as it gets. I want to beg Hunter not to go, to demand that he stays with me here in San Francisco, but I just can't do it. I can already tell that the handsome unicorn is having a hard enough time as it is, and I don't want to make this any worse on him. I understand, I say the words burning my soul as they escape from my lips. Go. Tuck, Hunter says, a single tear streaming down his face. What is happening? <laughs> I'll wait for you. My body is flooded with emotions now, almost too much to bear. You will? Of course, Hunter says. I've never met anyone like you before. I need to go on this trip, but when I return, we can be together. Aw, romance. I can't help myself. I stand up right then and there in the middle of the restaurant and walk around the table, throwing my arms around Hunter. I love you so much, I confess. <laughs> what the fuck? If you were on a first date and some man just hugged you and said, I love you, what would you do? I would laugh. Yeah. I would think it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's outrageous. That is so outrageous. I love you too, says my gay unicorn lover. <laughs> oh, they're lovers now. What? Wow, I see. He didn't even, this morning, he didn't even know he was gay. <laughs> and now he's in love with a unicorn man. And there's no turning back. This is if the I could turn back, Tom. <laughs> Mark my words. When I see you again, I'll do something that shows you just how much I love you. I promise. I love it when people say, mark my words. It's so dramatic. You mark my words. 
Like, I don't think I would ever say that in my lifetime. No, you only say that in movies. Mark my words. I'm going to do it now. (laughs) Every time I leave a room, mark my words. But you just don't say anything after. (laughs) Yeah. You just say, mark my words. And then walk. leave. Yeah, yeah, saunter (laughs) off. (laughs) When we finally finish our embrace, I sit back down, wiping my eyes. I'm not going to have the internet or phone service explains the unicorn. But I can give you a map of when and where I'll be at every port. You'll be able to send me letters that I can pick up at the local post office. Will you write to me? Of course I'll write to you, I promise Hunter. Every day. The unicorn nods, his majestic horn glinting in the moonlight that streams through the window next to him. Good. I guess I'll see you in a year, then. (laughs) The first few days are the hardest. As Cortos moves her things out of our apartment. (laughs) Cortos! She reappears. (laughs) I patiently wait for the first letter from Hunter to arrive. We have agreed that he will start our exchange, and then I will respond, leaving me with nothing to do but wait. The days seem to stretch on forever. It remains like this until finally, one fateful morning, I open up my mailbox to see a beautifully folded letter waiting for me. Immediately, I take the tiny parcel inside and open it while sitting nervously at the dining room table, anxious for whatever Hunter has to say. Dearest Tuck, I read out loud to myself. Never before have I felt such a longing in my heart. Wait, why is he reading out loud to himself? (laughs) He can't read silently to himself. But also to say that in the book, what is the point? (laughs) He's just setting a scene. He just really wanted to let us know that when he reads things alone, he reads them out loud. Yes. That's so funny. You are the light of my life, a brilliance that I never knew was possible until now. You cast out the darkness and replace it with a whole new world. This will be a long year, but it will be worth it. And at the end of this year, I want you to give yourself to me, wholly and completely, so that I can fuck your brains out. (sighs) This is his first letter. Yeah. They haven't talked since their first date. And, and he's like, just, yeah, I want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just erotica. Oh, my God. His words make me tremble with desire. And soon enough, I find myself unzipping my jeans, my hand slipping down past the waistband of my underwear, and grabbing a hold of my rock-hard cock. Nice. Nice tuck. Yeah. I begin to stroke myself off as I read the rest of the unicorn's beautifully crafted letter. I can't wait to be inside of you, I read aloud, my voice quaking. (laughs) Why is he reading aloud? To shove this fat unicorn cock up your ass and make you beg for more. (laughs) Oh my god. Even though I have just begun reading, I suddenly find myself aching to come, to shoot my pent-up load as I recite Hunter's romantic words aloud. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) I want to blast my load all over your chiseled human face and watch you lick my unicorn seed from your lips. I read. (laughs) Immediately I start coming, ejecting my hot jizz onto the floor beneath the dinner table. Nice. He's doing this at the dinner table. (laughs) Cortos is like still moving her boxes out and he's just there jerking off. Yeah, reading out loud. And her just with her corn toes. <laughs> he can hear her clickety clacking into the ah, kitchen. Ew. He's like, Cortos! 
Shut up! Get out! (laughs) Fuck! I cry out, no longer reading as I buckle forward, unable to contain the immense pleasure that explodes within me. When the sensation finally passes, I fall back into my chair, exhausted. I pick up the letter and continue to read the rest of it. In other news, I've decided to start collecting beach glass from every port that I stop in. (laughs) I'm going to fuck you in the ass. Moving on. Anyways, so I've also found... (laughs) I'm hoping to start an online business where I sell it to people from around the world, I recite. Selling <laughs> I can't help but smile at Hunter's ambitious nature. <laughs> I like that this is like the bare minimum for a man. Oh, oh, he is so amazing. He's going to sell sea glass online. <laughs> what an entrepreneur. <laughs> He's a businessman. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what children do over summer vacation. <laughs> what What is he sailing for? He's sailing to see the world. Just by himself? Yeah, he's sailing around the world in the butt. And does he have a name? His name is just Unicorn. His name is Hunter. Oh. Where have you been? (laughs) I've blacked that out. (laughs) I've really blacked it out. (laughs) I was like, no. No, no. It's not a thing. Hunter's a different person. (laughs) I can't help but smile at Hunter's ambitious nature, and my expression grows even wider when I reach the bottom of the page. I love you, and I can't wait for the day that we will be together again, I read aloud. Anally yours, Hunter. Why can't I find a man that does this? Why can't you find a hunter? Yeah. Why can't I? Where, Where is, is he? your hunter? <laughs> Where is he? Someone to write letters. Yeah. Write just, smut in the letters yeah, yeah. and then declare his undying love for yeah, you. Yeah, why where is that? I he's, would like that. He's gonna sell rocks from the mountains <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> He sells wood from the forest. Yeah, he just sells wood in the forest. He sells kindling on Etsy. (laughs) On Etsy. (laughs) From his trip around Canada. Just below his signature, Hunter has left the pink marking of his puckered butthole. Pressed (laughs) against... Oh my god. Pressed against the page in a perfect starfish after applying a liberal helping of lipstick. I'm going to send you letters with the marking of your butthole. Yeah, yeah, but there's no there's no writing in it. It's just a picture of that. It'll say everything that you have to say. Yeah. You won't have to express anything else. Exactly. I'll know exactly what you mean. We can speak with just a butthole. What languages do you speak? Shit. <laughs> The letters continue back and forth like this for months, ranging from in-depth personal confessions to hardcore erotic prose. Every time I open my mailbox to find one of his notes, it feels like Christmas morning, with me running inside and tearing the letter open in a frantic attempt to get at whatever gay musings can be found within. One day, however, everything changes. I open my letter and my jaw drops, blown away by the words that stare back at me from the page. Dearest Tuck, I read aloud. (laughs) 
I am writing to inform you that my beach glass business has taken off dramatically. <laughs> Get out. I am now a billionaire and would like to send my private helicopter to come and pick you up in the very spot we met at noon so that it can carry you to the Bahamas where I will be waiting nude on the beach, ready to make love with you. Anally yours, Hunter. Get out. Immediately, I jump up from my chair and begin to pack my things. As our helicopter draws closer to the Bahaman beach, I strain to catch a glimpse of my unicorn lover. It has been months since we've seen each other in person, months since that incredible night when the two of us learned what love truly was. There's the shore, my pilot says over his headset. Nice pilot voice. Thank you. Pointing down at the white sand below. It's then that I spot Hunter laying out on the edge of the water with his massive unicorn cock completely exposed. <laughs> this poor man flying the helicopter, he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he is ripped beyond belief and tanned to perfection after months out on the water. Immediately, tears of joy begin to fill my eyes. He's crying. <laughs> the helicopter lands on the sand, and before the pilot can say another word, I've leapt from the craft, sprinting down the beach towards Hunter. Meanwhile, Hunter is galloping towards me, his massive rod bouncing with an impressive heft as he moves. <laughs> when the two of us finally meet in the middle, there is an explosion of passion, our embrace immediately morphing into a zealous whirlwind of kisses that causes the two of us to collapse into the sand. They haven't even kissed yet. This is true. This is their first kiss. Oh my god. They said that I love you before kissing. That's true love, I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird that's weird that's weird hunter is on top of me his muscular body pressed hard against mine as the tide pulses below us in a cool succession of gentle waves i've missed you so fucking much i tell the powerful creature you have no idea hunter says kissing me deeply once more we roll around in the sand like this for a while until i just can't take it anymore pushing my unicorn lover back so that he's laid out on the beach with his massive shaft pointing upward like a glorious pink rocket. Is the helicopter man still there? I'm assuming he's flown away. <laughs> he flew off. He's just sitting there like, is anyone going to pay me? <laughs> he's like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go after this. <laughs> yeah. Where am I supposed to fly to? I don't have to pick someone up for another half hour. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this for a long time, I tell him with a wink. Then opening wide, I take Hunter's enormous dick down my throat. I can't with this. <laughs> I push down as deep as I can and hold him there, allowing all 12 inches of his hard unicorn shaft to slip into my depths. 12 inches? He's a horse. Oh my god. Hunter lets out a long, satisfied moan, clearly impressed with my skills as an oral lover. Lava. Lava. <laughs> I was really hoping that it would be like a neigh or something. Oh my god. Clearly impressed with my skills as an oral lover and fully aware of the fact that he is the first man I have ever been with. In the months leading up to this encounter, I have been practicing my technique with a banana and it appears to be paying off. Holy shit, Tuck, Hunter groans. You are so good. When I finally run out of air, I come up with a frantic gasp a rope of saliva hanging gracefully from my lips. I give Hunter a wink. You ain't seen nothing yet. 
Immediately I get back to work on the unicorn's giant rod, bobbing my head up and down across the length of his shaft. I can feel Hunter's muscular abs tense up and release, his hips moving along in unison with my expertly performed movements. As I service Hunter with my mouth, I reach up and cradle his fuzzy unicorn balls, massaging them gently while I lick him from base to tip. It's so fluffy! (laughs) I'm just picturing his balls like white and fluffy. Yeah. Like two balls that you hang in an old-fashioned car, like the dice. Just 1,000%! Oh my god, the dice. That's very accurate. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, in Big Mouth, the dick monsters. Yes. And his little dick friends. Yeah, the little brown penis pets. (laughs) Yes. I want to fuck you, my unicorn lover eventually says. I want to pound that tight little twink asshole. (laughs) Oh, God. Please, I beg. Please fuck me. It's all that I want. Immediately, I turn around and place myself before Hunter in the sand on my hands and knees, tearing off my shirt and shorts and popping my bare ass back towards him. The unicorn eyes me up, taking in my toned physique as I tempt him with my puckered gay hole. Gay hole? Oh, no. <laughs> gay hole. Do you want the reason that I breathe? Gay hole. <laughs> Some of you were singing. I was singing. I was singing Jai Ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outrageous. I need you inside of me, I admit. I'm anally yours. Forever, Hunter asks, climbing <laughs> climbing up onto his hooves and clopping into position on the wet sand behind me. Clopping? Clip, clop, 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 I know. Clop. <laughs> Forever, I tell him. Hunter places his massive unicorn rod up against the rim of my butt, teasing the edge of my tightness while I reach back with one hand and hold myself open for him. My unicorn lover pushes forward, slowly but firmly, letting me feel every aching moment of my butthole spread to accommodate his enormous size. Where is the lube? (laughs) Where is the lube? I'm scared. Also, they're on a beach with sand. They're, they've been rolling in the sand. There's no lube, and his penis is probably covered in sand. And it's 12 inches. This is not Tuck's good. about to get ripped open. Babe. You know fissures, anyone? Babe. <laughs> You're going to need to see a doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck, you are so big, I cry out, my body flooded with a mixture of pain and pleasure. Pleasure, pain. Pleasure, pain. As I gradually take the length of Hunter's monstrous rod, my asshole is stretched to its absolute limits, struggling to contain the thickness within. Soon enough, Hunter has reached maxed out my asshole, his cock fully inserted within me and held firmly at the hilt. Fully? This man's a magician. Where'd it go? In his kidneys. (laughs) Yeah, just wedged in beside his liver. (laughs) Like, ow, my pancreas. 
My body has just finished growing accustomed to his size when the muscular unicorn begins to pump in and out of my depths, slowly at first, and then gaining speed. I brace myself against the sand before me, the cool waves rushing in and out of my fingers as the massive cock rushes in and out of my butt. Almost immediately, I can feel the strange and unfamiliar sensation of prostate orgasm blossoming within. Nice. My body is quaking hard beneath Hunter's weight, aching and trembling as a vicious cocktail of lustful emotions pulses through me. I'm getting close, I groan, Hunter's thrusts continuing to hammer away at my backside. I think I'm gonna come. I reach down and start to frantically beat off my hard rod, my body quaking with desire until suddenly Hunter pulls me up and stops me. <gasps> oh no, you don't. <gasps> my majestic unicorn lover says with a laugh, I need you to blow that hot load inside of me. <gasps> <laughs> yeah? He's a verse. Yes. I climb to my feet as the unicorn sailor motions for me to mount him from behind. Wow. I do as I'm told, climbing aboard the massive beast so that I'm clutching tightly to his waist while I hang down off the back. My cock is perfectly positioned at the entrance of Hunter's asshole, and as the unicorn takes off galloping down the beach, I push into him firmly. <gasps> what? <laughs> what? Is, is, he, is, he, is he straddling his I think, butt? I think Hunter's on all fours. Yeah. Like a horse. Yeah. And just picture, picture a horse, and I yeah. think Hunter's penis is in line with a horse's butthole yeah and he's holding around yeah the horse's middle okay so like a tree like a tree <laughs> yeah like if you were to like like a koala hug yeah like yeah like he's koala hugging him yeah yeah i see that i'm i'm picturing his legs just dangling off the <laughs> <laughs> but how could he thrust he would just stick it in and then just be <laughs> dangling by the dick <laughs> yeah Oh, you'd have to be straddling. Dangling by the <laughs> I can't with this. He's galloping down. Why is he running? Why are you running? Why is he running? Why is he running? I've never been like, yeah, babe, come inside me and then run. <laughs> Maybe it's a kink. <laughs> it's Hunter's fetish. Yeah. Now holding on for dear life, I find myself riding Hunter along the shoreline, each and every gallop pushing me in and out of his tight asshole. Mm. The sensation is incredible, and as the cool sea breeze whips past my face, I find myself overwhelmed by the recognition that this truly is what real love feels like. <laughs> Apparently I've never been in love. You have never galloped on a horse while impaling said horse? No, sadly not. That is what true love is, Michaela. Yeah, that's what life is about. You haven't experienced life until you've done this. Until you've penetrated in a horse? While galloping on the horse. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get on it. Please do. Yeah. To our right, the majestic ocean stretches on forever in an endless plain of blue, while to my left blossoms the lush jungle, spilling out over the sand. 
My senses are assaulted by beauty at every turn, and all the while the aching pleasure within my throbbing cock begins to spread out across my body in powerful waves. Faster! I shout to my unicorn lover. Giddy up! (laughs) I shout to my unicorn lover as he careens over rocks and tide pools. I hang on tight, not wanting to slip off and fall as Hunter's pace quickens. Oh my fucking god, I'm going to come so hard. Seconds later, I explode within my unicorn lover. I can't that he keeps calling him my unicorn lover. It's too much. (laughs) Expelling my seed into his tight asshole over a series of several powerful ejections. I'm screaming, my eyes clenched tight as every muscle in my body spasms. I no longer know where I am or how I got there, just that my entire being has been engulfed in a blinding pleasure unlike anything I have ever felt. When I open my eyes again, I find myself laying on my back in the sand, exhausted and completely satisfied. Hunter has turned around and is standing over me, his long unicorn cock hanging down and pulsing with lustful tension. Now it's your turn, I (laughs) offer with a smile, reaching up and grabbing a hold of his member tightly. I immediately get to work beating Hunter off, rapidly throttling my grip across the hard length of his enormous shaft. Oh my god, Hunter moans. Oh my fucking god. Seconds later, the unicorn's hot load explodes across my face, showering down onto me with an incredible fury. It splatters everywhere, crisscrossing my wide-open mouth and running down either cheek in streaks of pearly white. This would be so much cum. <laughs> it's a horse. I'm pretty sure that when horses ejaculate, it's like... A jet stream. Y- yeah. Isn't it like harmful if it... <laughs> I don't know, but... It's like a fire hose. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a lot because like people for breeding horses. Mm. But and so I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it would be so much. Y- yeah. Well, Tuck just got it on his face. Stressed. When he finally finishes, Hunter collapses onto the sand next to me. That was amazing, I tell him. I'm so glad we finally got to express our love for each other out here in the real world instead of just through letters. He's speaking right now to Hunter and his face is completely covered in cum. Yeah, just girly things. He's just sitting there completely covered. And he's lying in sand, so the sand is sticking to the cum on his face. It's like a face mask. Actually, did you know that cum is actually very good for your skin? What? Yeah, I heard this. What? On the interwebs. Apparently, it's really good for your skin. And some girls actually Cum facial. Yeah, yeah. They put it, they rub it in. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew, that's so disgusting. I don't know. Would you try it? Oh, no. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Hunter smiles and nuzzles up against me. It was amazing. You're right about that. But I've been expressing our love in the real world for a while now. I pull back to get a good look at Hunter's expression, trying to figure out what exactly he means. How? I finally ask. I'll show you, says Hunter, climbing up onto his hooves. Hop on. (laughs) Get on my back. (laughs) Oh, God. Soon, my unicorn lover and I are making our way through the dense Bahaman forest towards a destination that remains a mystery to me. 
Ever since the sea glass business turned me into a billionaire, I've been looking for a way to express my love for you, says Hunter. When I stopped on this island with the butt, I knew that I had to stay, but I wanted to make it a home for the two of us together. I don't know what to say, I stammer. That's incredible. You don't have to say anything, Hunter tells me. Suddenly, we emerge from the jungle and find ourselves at the edge of a small village where various workers mill about diligently. Towering above them is a massive statue made of green sea glass and depicting Hunter and myself in a beautiful, passionate embrace. Get out! The sight takes my breath away, completely moved to my core by Hunter's romantic gesture. How did he find this much sea glass? He's a sea glass billionaire, Michaela. <laughs> Don't ask him questions. Don't ask me! <laughs> what? Do you like it? My unicorn lover asks. I love it, I tell him. I bought this entire island for us, Hunter explains. I've renamed it Hunter Tuck Island and made everyone else leave. We are the only inhabitants. Oh my god, you just kicked people out of their home? How white of you. Yeah, how colonizing of you. Yeah, what the frig? Then who are they? I question, pointing to the workers who are so meticulously crafting the new village's infrastructure. Look closer, Hunter says with a smile. I do as I'm told, peering out across the field and trying my best to get a good look at the workers. Upon closer inspection, I realize that they are all unicorns, which is strange in itself until I suddenly make another observation and gasp in shock. Oh my god, I exclaim. They're all... you. <gasps> Hunter nods, a satisfied expression on his face. They are all clones, created by me at Hunter Tuck Island's state-of-the-art cloning facility. <gasps> what? That's incredible, I say, shaking my head in amazement. And now, with the seed that you so perfectly expelled within my asshole, we will make a second set of clones. Tuck clones, Hunter explains. I gasp, not quite sure what to say, but blown away by the incredible gesture. If you'd have told me four months ago that I would meet this handsome unicorn and would become a billionaire who would then sweep me away to a beautiful private island where the only inhabitants were worker drone clones of the two of us, I'd have a hard time believing you. <laughs> yeah, me too, babe. <laughs> Yet here I am, face to face with my incredible new life. This is so sweet, I say, leaning forward and kissing the back of Hunter's long white mane. Thank you. No, this is weird. Now I'll always be anally yours, my unicorn lover says. Ew. Forever. Ew. I'm going to get that tattooed as my tram stamp. Anally yours forever. Anally yours. <laughs> yeah, just anally yours. Love it. The end. That's the end? That's the end of Hunter and Tuck's story. Wow, I was really taken on an adventure. It really was a wild ride. And I was here for it. Honestly, it was riveting. It was so riveting. I was never like, well, I, I was very much like, what the fuck is happening? Yes. But he set up the world so well that no I didn't really asked. care. I was like, yeah, okay, this is fine. Yes, I could like, it's very like, we can deal with this. Yeah. Take us on a love journey. <sighs> a buttception, <laughs> if you will. A buttception. I don't even know what to rate this. 
it's on the meme scale. It's like, on a different scale. <laughs> what did you like better, this or coronavirus? Oh, coronavirus. But this was good. This was good. Coronavirus was so outrageous, though. This was on another level. She put a hot dog up her vagina. Yeah, she really did. And then he ate it. Like, that's he next level. It up. Out of her vagina. Oh, I forgot about that. He ate it. He turned her upside down and ate it out. <laughs> like, like that's... And Hunter just made a sea glass statue. Yeah. Doesn't compare. Be better. Be better, Hunter. <laughs> no, but the sex portion was good. And like the sexting was good. It was like... <laughs> I don't know. Michaela was kept on her toes. I was on her corn on, on my her corn, corn toes. toes. <laughs> corn toes. <laughs> I was on my corn toes. What are you rating this? I don't know. I I thoroughly enjoyed myself reading this book. Yeah. Maybe like an eight. No. <laughs> an eight. <laughs> Get the fuck out. What did we rate the MJ Edwards? Well, I rated it really low. Yeah, because and you, you rated were rude. it really high. You rated the first book like a seven, I think. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I was leaning towards a six for this. Oh, a six? Because, like, I was, it was good. You know, yes. I was impressed and it was funny. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, going to jerk off to this. But also, I wouldn't do that with MJ Edwards. But, like, no. It's not as good as MJ Edwards. Yes, this is true. I wouldn't write it above. No, I, yes, yes. Did I rate it a six? MJ Edwards? Yeah. Now I can't remember. The first book, I rated a (laughs) 1.5 and you rated a seven. (gasps) You are blasphemous. I am blasphemous. Who are you? But I learned, I learned better. I fixed myself. In the second book, I rated a 4.5 and you rated a two. Yeah. That is blasphemous, No. (laughs) our ratings don't make any sense for memes no oh no this was the third that was the third book oh yeah the third one wasn't that good the second book with the hot dog i rated a four and you rated a six yeah okay yeah okay well i would rate this a six okay i feel like that makes sense for me yeah i don't know are you on the same page do you want to go higher or lower no six is good okay like it's very yeah six is good it like one notch above satisfying yeah, I wouldn't go above. Great. Okay, a six. Wow. You know what? He did well. Chuck, you wrote a book. It had a, th- a through line. There was a concept. Yeah. We weren't afraid of it. No. He just went. He did it. He just did the thing. And um, if you really want to read more of Chuck Tingle's stuff, mm-hmm. he has a lot of books on Amazon. Oh. So you just look up Chuck Tingle on Amazon and all his books will show up. Love it. Yeah. And it's a lot of... um pounded in the butt kind of stuff Ugh, we love very all same brand yeah yeah that meme anal moment yes <laughs> wow what a time but i liked it it was funny Me too. it was very entertaining yeah yeah as opposed to last week last week was just it was bad con- last week was confusing and disappointing and yeah. not good it was just yeah bad just bad and confusing. Because writing comedy is very difficult. Very difficult. To do it well, it takes a certain type of craftsmanship. Absolutely. Writing yeah. badly needs, takes skill. Yeah, writing badly good, bad. On, yeah. <laughs> writing badly well yeah, yeah. on purpose yes. takes a lot of skill. 
that's what I'm trying to do in life right now, just to fail well. well. On purpose. Purposefully. Purposefully failing well. Yes. That is my brand. <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's accurate. Uh, it's I good. see this for you. <laughs> You're Lord. failing with poise. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's here. <laughs> Give her an award. Daytime Emmy. Yeah, daytime Emmy. Wow. Okay, well, happy April Fools. Woo! You jokesters. <laughs> Go prank some bank tellers or something. Yeah, rob a bank. Go, Go rob, rob a bank, bank with a fake gun. Do it. You won't get arrested. Rob a bank with a dildo. Oh my God, even more fun. Even better. And you're wearing a strap on. And then don't blame us. No, 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 no. You did not hear it from us. Yeah, but if it goes well, just send us money. Yeah, we will take 20% of yeah. the profits. <laughs> or just sign up for our Patreon. $9 a month. <laughs> Pay us. <laughs> I looked up this thing of like, how do you get more Patreons? And the first thing it says is, don't ask people outright to pay you. <laughs> and that's all we do. That's all we've been Literally doing. all we do. We're like, give us money. Well, what did the rest of the article say? I don't know. I stopped reading that. Okay. She said, this is not for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The, those... Whenever I look up things like that, like, how do you get more followers? How do you get more engagement? They're always like, post things, be a human, talk. And no. I'm like, but of course. <laughs> like, what are these What are these tips? These are not tips and tricks. This isn't new. Like, I do this. This is a given. Yeah. Anyways, I always get irritated. So I don't even know why I looked it up. I was just like, maybe there will be a trick. Well, sometimes they have like one thing that you're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I guess we should stop yelling at people to pay us. Don't visit patreon.com slash not your mother's book club. And don't pay us $9 a month. We don't want it. And we won't give you free episodes. (laughs) And we won't send you a fun letter. No. With the fingers of our enemies in it. No. And we won't talk about this ever again. This is the last you've ever heard of. <laughs> you ain't seen the last. April Fools. <laughs> if you're lame and you just want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at Not Mother's Book Club. Or you can send us an email. Send us your own homewritten erotica to notyourmothersbookclub at gmail.com. And you can also find this, the beginning of this episode, on our YouTube channel. So look up Not Your Mother's Book Club with an apostrophe. And book club, two words. Two words. Get it right. Go like and subscribe there. And um, check us out. We're everywhere. Just every single app that you have, type in Not Your Mother's Book Club. And if it's a picture of us, follow it. And Yeah, do a thing with it. Do something. Just do something. Just do something useful. God damn. God damn. God damn. Purposefully fail well. Do that. Please strive to do, to fail better, please. To fail purposefully. Better. More well. Yes. Okay. Well, have a great Sunday. We love you all so much. That's it. <laughs> Period. Bye. Love you. Love <laughs> you.